0: The amount of true pro- true crime podcasts I listen to, I have no faith in the legal system at all. They're going to lock my ass up. They're going to execute me, and then by the time I mean, they yeah, out of you're innocent, a black woman. They're not going to believe. they going to shoot my ass on site and I ain't done nothing. We shot her because of a search history. She was a suspect in the murder.
1: Fifty thousand even know
0: if it was kilometers mute. away. That she had nothing to do with. You don't even do know with. if it was mute. Searching it's, that shit up on my phone. Just because I'm black. True. It's Just different. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Jaded and Evolving Hello <laughs> We are your hostesses mm-hmm. For Jaded and Evolving I am Natasha Soul. I am Christian I need, Do I need a second name? I'm just Christian <laughs> That's all I am That's who I am When you put um, What is your Your tagline is Wretched Righteous mm-hmm. And, and I was righteous thinking righteous like well, I Call myself like the creative creator, so we could do that. Not AKAs, but like a hey, it's Natasha here, the creative creator. And you are. I'm the ratchet righteous goddess herself, Christian. Mm-hmm. I'm just a big bitch with some brown pants on. Amen. Hey motherfucker, man. Almost thought she was naked, didn't you? Y'all got to pay extra <laughs> for that. <laughs> Y'all got stuff they know what money. <laughs> Y'all look freaky Y'all look nasty I've never been so Mm-mm. I've never been so exposed in my life But y'all know I'm a Leo I like attention I like that shit too She but gonna start pulling paper. it off slowly <laughs> <laughs> Your body is a whisper Nope <laughs> Y'all gonna get these vocals No you won't Not today Child How you been for you know. I'm tired as fuck from that turkey bowl. I knew I was. I was like, this is dinner food, bruh. Mm-hmm. I fuck that shit up, though. That's it why it's so this good. Kept it slight. I know. Turkey is such a sleepy time. Shout out to Wawa mm-hmm. for having their little turkey gobbler bowl. Image. Sh- I'm it always trying to praise the Lord. And... <laughs> I'm not even. That's good. Like this. Just praise him all the time <laughs> but he is worthy <laughs> just be doing shit sure. it's gonna be one of them episodes yeah. i can already see it i can already see it we not even under the influence or are you no i'm not oh, okay i got high this morning but now i'm out of weed <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna bring some of mine and then i was just like what am i i'm not even bringing the whole kit like what am i grinding up with what am i putting it in why? Friend, you know I don't need none of that. You the grass would have been good. Know. <laughs> you know I could always make a way. I know. Carcass I mean like um, the, It's a smoke shop right up the street, so. We could have done us some favors. Did us in one. Mm-hmm. They got that Delta in there. Because they was just like, oh, we don't that. require. You know. That's what that is. They the card. Like Delta 8. <laughs> I'm just like Delta 8, Delta 9, Delta 10. That cradle. CB8, CBDG, <laughs> <T-A-C-G>, THCA. <laughs> just want the straight stuff. Just give me. Stop trying to shit. fuck with my brain. I need like the that. 9. If it's not a Delta 9. True. I don't want no fucking Delta 8. Delta 8 was cool when it first came out. But it definitely had the. It gives me a headache. Marijuana hangover. Yes. yes. That. And it, it's not even... The high doesn't last long at all. It's like 20 minutes. That's that's some high school shit. I think it hit me longer because at that time I wasn't really smoking like that. Mm. So. Yeah. My dad... Like, my family's so supportive of me getting a cannabis certificate. I feel like if I smoked this much weed and wasn't in school you for noticed, it, they would like... Right. They'd be the like, box. can you get yourself together? But at least... They're like, they're so supportive that my dad is just like, yeah, you heard about this shit. And I'm like, No, nah, I'm going to bring you some Delta-8. I'm like, Mm-mm. I'm like Keep looking it. at the back of it. I'm like looking at the, like the cannabinoids. Take I'm looking at back. the terpenes and I'm like, there are no terpenes really. And I'm looking like, I'm like, take this back, please. I'm like, no, give this to a cricket. or well, I'm just like, give it to somebody who doesn't smoke. Like, yeah. you know, there are people in our family who... Are older, like a lot of my older family members smoke weed for don't like chronic pain and shit weed. like that. Because they still don't have the high. They still will not have the psychoactive parts. They fine. It's just not going to be as intense. My family is fine. I'm These are some strong people. I believe in them. <laughs> it's mostly like G. my great aunts and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, my mom knows that I smoke, but like in passing, I told her. Mm. I was just like, yeah, every now and then. She was like, oh, okay. She was like, well, you know, when we used to live in that apartment, I had something in the thing. I was just <laughs> like, yes, mom. You told me before, and I asked <laughs> for it, and you said no. I don't understand. Now I'm an adult, and I can pay for it myself. I'm not asking you. I know that when my mom first retired, she like ate an edible, and it was the funny. She called me like, poo. <laughs> Did you know? Did you? It's the fifth generation of your family. Yeah, mama, no. I know. That is just crazy. And then she just got loud. That is just crazy to me because like, and then you, he is, he the sixth generation and then everybody is just getting so poo. That is just a blessing for y'all to just be so close. I'm like, are you okay? So get off the phone. My little sister, of course, you know, listen. she called me like, you got to excuse her. She ate some gummies and she just, she gone. And I'm like, she is too far gone. She was just so in her feelings. Like she felt everything that night. Like she woke up the next morning like, poo, I am so hungry. I said, I bet you are. I bet you are. She's like, man, you're not getting ready to go to I-hub. Yeah, eat all that food, mama. Please. Please feed yourself. Because that <sighs> hunger. I bet you should ain't eat them shit. again. I hope not. My mom has, my mom is not the drug type of woman. Like, she is not the type, she didn't do drugs when she was younger. Like, mm-hmm. she didn't smoke weed in her younger years. She never thought that it was, like, a thing. So, she gets heavily affected by THC and shit like that. Used to be before I started <laughs> smoking break I was gonna say like it. it's my tolerance Is something wrong with me like my tolerance is so High now
1: That mm. I need
0: like at least 20... I've been taking breaks
1: I like, need to take a tolerance break From
0: Friday when I was over there with you And then I drank some more of the juice mm-hmm. Like that next day I didn't feel anything and I was like I'm drinking this juice and I'm not I was like oh well time to take a break So I can get pile... My giraffe ass <laughs> Hmm. this weekend absolutely that's why i can't wait for vacation because i know i can't smoke for that week oh true i'm not even like it's something about being in the water Mm -hmm. high that's not gonna sit right with me Mm -hmm. and my kid is there no gotta watch him yeah that too but i'm just thinking about like being on a boat it's moving i'm high my equilibrium Mm -hmm. and then trying to like watch him he doesn't he's not a problem he's just very active so he'll dart the fuck off like mommy let's go here and i'm like can you walk like, if not I'm high, anymore. it's like, I got to keep my eye on my fucking kid. So, if I'm mm-hmm. starting to see two of you, I, which one do I chase? You know? So. Not the one that's over in the water. Yeah, Not the one running on the water. The one still on the boat. How I know. How I know my baby not special. How I know he ain't got... <laughs> if he ain't done it before, he ain't going to do it. It's enough. the first time for everything. I'm just, I'm just saying. What are we getting into this week first? We are going to talk about self-concept. I, I hate everything about it Makes it's me look at myself with a mirror Your whole being I don't like it <laughs> I learned about it Because I was just like Why am I self esteemed so damn yeah, No that's, a, that's an honest <laughs> question I was like why the fuck am I like So down on myself like this And then I started listening to the little um, What are those uh, Not the Binaural beats But the, the other ones The but- Hurts no, the other ones when they're like talking but the but their talking is really low. Like you barely It's hear. like a guided meditation but like it's like behind air. the Yeah. Yeah, behind the music. It's like uh, you, it's not but I can't think of the name. It's not you know what girl, I'm talking yeah. about though. But yeah, but so I played one of those and I was just like, What is the purpose of this? Like I don't understand subconscious text. So Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, subconscious messages and stuff like that. And I was just like there has to be more to this, so I just started looking into self concept. And what did you discover about yourself, necessarily? And I guess in that, um, a lot of the things that I think about myself have come from other people, yeah, which is a huge issue mm-hmm. because, again, for like the fifteen thousand times, who the fuck am I? Yeah, other than being T and Natasha Adams, yeah like who Who am I so I had to that's a part of the shadow work as well I had to look at myself and think like why am I still holding on to all these things that you know bullies from middle school elementary school high school might have said or mean things that you know people in my family might have said when they were just upset yeah. about the world and stuff like that and holding those things so Close. I mean, because I was a child. Yeah. But, like, I'm an adult now, and I know that these things are not true. And it doesn't have to be your belief system if you don't choose for it to be. Yeah. And it's not personally who Mm. I am or who I see myself. Absolutely. The times that I see myself in all my glory, I'm still that person, even when I'm down in the dumps. Like, I'm still a great person. Because you can't be up all the time. No. You can't. I don't even think I would want to be up all the time. That's a big like burden it can to try to be up all the time like Mm -hmm. to never have a a dull moment or a somber moment or to never experience sadness like imagine somebody close to you passing and you just don't grieve you just problematically positive like she went to a better place she's way better. like your fucking mother got hit by a truck i know but it was like destiny no no i just that is a very problematic thought process to have though and some people do have it some people are just positive all the fucking time some people are negative all the fucking time so having that it's a very thin line it is a very thin line in duality because you can you can and you can fall within that thin line to the point where you never pick a side right and I think that that's almost dangerous yeah almost more dangerous than not picking a side you know than having a side yeah and it's like Also learning Like the way that I process things Mentally too That's like a big part Of like okay these things made me Sad so I Hold on to them but like when the things Make me happy it's just like okay That's just a passing fleeting And I just be like the fuck Like why is why is that I think because the sadness or anger, those emotions feel so intense, we hold on to them. But the happiness is just like, yeah, like of course, like that's the default feeling. The and it's just like be no. Deep though, like for me personally, the happiness be deep. Right. It it be a good is, and it can be very long term. Sometimes I have good weeks, I have great yeah. weeks at a time. But no, that to your point, it's just like, how do you? How do you make peace with the fact that some shit just bound to happen? Like I, it, it, I'm trying to get there. I really am. Mm-hmm. Because again, not having a side is dangerous. Yeah. And I do feel like I am that type of person where when I'm sad, I like go through the motions, mm-hmm. but I find a reason to be grateful. I find a reason to be happy yeah. and immediately try to switch back to that or I'm happy and it's like, this won't last long. Or, okay, what's the next yeah. thing I can do to be happy? Or, you know, whatever. It mm-hmm. just, it feels like a never-ending totter. Like, I'm, I am feel like I'm always like either one or the other, one or the other, one yeah. or the other. And it's so instantaneous. Like, one minute I'm happy, next minute I'm not. And it's like, if it's going to be an ebb and flow, that line doesn't break. So, no. it should be this flow. Mm-hmm. And it's not. Mm-hmm. It is. It's like, snap. It's almost <laughs> like flatlining and then coming back to life. Bruh. I don't I don't want to keep having that feeling. It's very difficult. I don't know if it's just difficult cuz you like I'm a woman. I don't I don't know if it's difficult cuz I'm a person because I'm spiritual. It's very difficult to determine like what makes you happy, what makes you sad, what makes you Bruh. because there are days where the thing that makes me happy does not does bring not me joy. Bring there me it's joy. Some, I don't I don't know if I'm just trying to define life too much. Yeah, like (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I'm just trying to like over define my life and I'm taking things too serious. Mm -hmm. But I feel so far deep into who I am as a Mm -hmm. person, even though to your point I don't really know myself, that trying to unlearn the shit at this age just seemed like What the fuck? Why am I doing this? So it's like when it comes to like unlearning Like you just said, like, why am I doing this? This is so, it feels so fucking ingrained. It's kind of like a, every day you just have to kind of switch certain things. Like instead of unlearning, trying to unlearn everything at once, it's more so like a, okay, usually on Mondays, I see Mondays as Mm -hmm. this is some bullshit. Okay. I'm not going to allow myself to do that. What can I do on this Sunday to make my Monday feel better? okay, now I don't feel shitty about Mondays anymore. I can go about that, da, 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 da. And I, then just, it's like a small, lifestyle it's like changed. small things. yeah. Not having having ADHD and not being diagnosed, I feel like I had to go about things differently. Like I still don't have an ADHD diagnosis. It could be totally other shit, you know, like I don't know. But I do know that, There were times where I realized that I was, like, unorganized. Mm -hmm. So, like, on Sundays, I pull my clothes off for Monday. Mm -hmm. I could be pulling my clothes off for the week and not have to deal with that shit at all. So, like, that's the next step to the first step, Mm -hmm. you know, to your point. So, I do think that there are things that we could do to, to switch it. But it seems like everything has to be so... Sure of right, everything has to be so confirmed immediately. It's that instant gratification mm-hmm. thing. I think mm-hmm. a lot of what happens on social media has rolled into reality. Yes. So that idea of like waking up refreshed in the morning and putting on our robe and washing our face Making and having all this time—it doesn't work like it that every day. Not. I do have those days though. I have those days, when it's especially just, on the days that I work from home. I had those days. Flowing. Could get up, go to the gym. I come home. You know, like take my supplements. Can drive my kid to school. Like I can have that day and mm-hmm. still sit down and do my work just fine. Get my schoolwork done, whatever. Mm-hmm. But those are the days that I don't take for granted, mm-hmm. like at all. Right. Because they're so, so so few, far, and in between. Mm-hmm. I honestly am not looking for it to be my everyday schedule yeah. either because i feel like when you get too comfortable in that you are not well prepared when you for immediate from it it's just yes. like oh my gosh and I, I wasn't able to do this and thing. i don't want change to come at such what what feels like such a detriment when mm-hmm. it's not that deep just because i have to pivot away from my day-to-day schedule should not mean that i feel like it's the end of the world yeah. so how do you find having adhd having a diagnosis how did you find i guess solitude in understanding that like you know what you what's going on you know that there's a reason affecting that you know that there's something that you should be doing but you also know that there are like barriers in the way just by your think like your thought process in general that kind of stands in the way of you making the change immediately i'm still trying to figure that out okay <laughs> <laughs> like i feel like every day i'll learn something new about myself yeah. since i've had the diagnosis how I'm like, long has it been since you were diagnosed like two years okay cool so i i received a late diagnosis like a lot of women and yeah. it's like some things i'm just like that makes sense how do i fix that but other things i'm just like okay i have things to do this is not something that i want to do right how do I make this so that I want to do it? Yeah. I'm still trying to figure that part out. Like I've seen so many like the little um chore charms. Mm-hmm. I want to I'm going to try that. Um some other things, but I'm just like I try to look at it as what makes me get up every morning to go to my job? I have bills to pay. Mm-hmm. Other than that, what do I go to work for? Yeah. No. Yeah. So how can I apply that? I don't fucking know because I don't know why I go to work other than to pay bills. I mean, the people that are there are cool. Right. Yeah. It's something that I like doing. That's the problem. Yeah. These things that I don't like doing are not things that look appealing to me right now. So I don't know. But it's like it's a small like you just have to do research. Take time out to figure out like, has this worked for me before and I'm just pulling away from it? Yeah. Let's get back into that like we enjoyed doing this, like going to the gym. If I miss a day at the gym, I just be like, oh, well, I ain't going, I'm i going to start next week and I don't go back until the next month. I'd be like, the yeah. fuck? And I enjoyed the gym. So I'm just like, I, I'm just trying to figure out day by day, like, is this going to work for me? Like pulling out my clothes. Mm-hmm. I pull out my clothes every night. So I don't have to go in the other room and figure out, like, what am I going to wear? Because now I'm, like, falling behind because I want to leave work. I want to leave out the house by 645. Because if I leave out later, I know I'm going to be stuck in traffic. I I hit all the red lights. Like, that's what causes for a bad day. But I, it's so crazy that you're saying that because it just deeply confirms that I do have ADHD because that's how it started for me like I haven't always been this like about her business person I used to run from my responsibilities a lot like so much so to the point where like I couldn't afford to pay my bills Mm. I didn't become responsible across the board until I just got tired yeah like I was so tired of being upset with myself. I was so tired of being disappointed with myself. I was so tired of running into problems that that was my decision to be like, I'm just not going to give myself problems anymore. So the big things are taken care of. It's the day to day. Like Mm -hmm. I do take my clothes out every night, but why can't I take them out on Sunday so that I have them throughout the week? True. Like that's one less thing to do. If I know that I'm working out on Tuesdays and Fridays, I pull my workout clothes out on Tuesdays mm-hmm. and Fridays. I have an alarm set in my phone so that I'm waking up an hour earlier so that mm-hmm. I can account for going to the gym before I go to work. Mm-hmm. And I've attributed all of that to very selfish reasons and very, almost very <laughs> vain reasons. Why and sometimes do I go it to the has gym? to be like because that. Because I want to look really good while Make I'm it. having sex. Like I want my news to pop. Like I want to feel good. When I look past the mirror and I'm ass naked, I want to really love who and I see. And if that's what works. And that's, what works for each person is not going to be the same but if that's what works works for you you, and gets you up in the morning that's why i try to like especially in teaching i try to simplify it for women like it's not always about this spiritual thing it's not always about because i'm going to be a better person after all of this fuck all of that maybe you just want to be happier Maybe you can walk past the mirror and like the fact that your your thighs don't jiggle as much anymore. Maybe that's because looking at yourself and seeing physically how you've let yourself go, mm-hmm. it might be the reason why you don't, you don't like feel, yourself right yeah. now. That's what it that's what it took for me when I yeah. stepped on a scale and I saw that it said 3 anything, I said what the fuck? And immediately got to it. That's probably what has stopped me from stepping on the scale. And and now I don't. Going to the gym, I don't. I literally step on the scale once a month to just see the progress. Being back down, being in a space where I feel like I've started to intuitively eat. I've started to. Mm-hmm. Nothing is about being so strict and so hard on myself anymore because I know that a part of my self concept, of my belief system, is to not be perfect. Yeah. perfect me needed to see a scale i needed to see numbers i needed to see like i needed that this me is like i feel better mm-hmm. i'm more flexible my joints don't hurt i have more energy in the morning i have mental clarity all those are the reasons why i go to the gym it really doesn't have a lot to do with weight loss anymore or even just like vanity it's the fact that when i wake up in the morning i feel empowered when i leave mm-hmm. the gym i feel like i can take over the it fucking feels world so good. i need yeah. that and then that shower afterwards that's one of the best showers and i need that 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 joint in the morning that white boy in that cup of coffee after the gym that's <laughs> peace for me like i look forward to that so i have created before the they said it's a good pre-work i do i uh-huh. sometimes i do smoke a sativa because if you smoke you ain't no yeah, in the game don't shit Yeah, no. a sativa before the gym will stuck have on you that damn treadmill. sativa and some type of pre-workout. Mm. I don't recommend actual pre-workout, yeah, like a no. scoop of pre-workout. That's entirely too much caffeine. They said matcha is good. Matcha's matcha is great. Matcha is a good one. Um, even a slight like shot of espresso is mm-hmm. also good too. My absolute favorite. Go to Walmart and it's a pack of like energy, like caffeine. It's two dollars for like a pack of twelve. They come in multiple flavors. It's not pre-workout. It's actually supposed to be like midday for like the people who garden and mm. shit or like people who mow lawns to get their electrolytes it's and shit back. Like the five hour energy. It doesn't have a ton of caffeine in it. So when you take it, you start like, and I usually like eat a banana or something before I go oh, to the gym. Oh yeah, for sure. I will probably be like maybe mid set, like my first set of reps when it finally kicks in and then you be going ham i blink and i've been in the gym an hour and a half like it's a great time it's a great time you have to find what works for you and i try to tell women that especially when it comes to working out because weight loss is a big thing yeah. for a lot of women don't make it so much about the pounds my clothes a lot of them don't fit anymore a lot of them have gotten too big i went to go try on dresses not too long ago she was pulling out sizes i haven't seen since high school. To be able to fit into that comfortably, no, you know, like undergarment, no, not needing any of that. The fucking mastermind tour, I think I told you, we were in DC trying to move the marble table. Mm -hmm. She put the table down. I still had that bitch. So she was like, damn, Chris, like I'm still, (laughs) it just, it feels good to be strong. It feels good to feel good. Like, granted, like the looks is coming in, like I'm with it, but it just feels good to feel good. So sometimes you have to search for the feeling of things even before it's there. Yeah. Search for how it felt previously Mm -hmm. so that you can use that as fuel for whatever it is that you're trying to get to. And I think some women who don't have ADHD diagnosis don't have the help. They don't have Mm -hmm. the knowledge to know, to research. They just don't. Nobody's assisting them with that. So, I mean, you knew. Like, you were like, listen, I'm going to the doctor. Somebody will tell me what the fuck is going on. But for my ladies who don't have insurance (laughs) or they go into the doctor and they can't get the diagnosis, Mm -hmm. like, what do you do? I don't want to say rely heavily on the diagnosis that they have on um, Instagram and TikTok. Like that can be a lot of, you neurotypical know, typical people mm-hmm. sometimes deal with that, like forgetting things and stuff. But nigga, if you know, like you just saw that thing and then you turn this way and then you turn back and you're just like, what is important over here? You might have a little, yeah, yeah. Issue. Like I've been forgetting things. I'm yeah. like, damn, what the what fuck? What the fuck did I come in here for? But it's like it's good to do your own research. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of um, like self screening tests, like yes. for ADHD and autism. Because I've done some of the ones for autism. Because I'm just like, bro, it is. I I think I'm ADHD. I don't mm-hmm. think it's just ADHD anymore. But they have a lot of um, self diagnose diagnosis tests mm-hmm. out there so you can take them yourself and it shows you like okay you might be on the spectrum or like uh you just might have a little bit of anxiety depression every now and then and stuff like that yeah. so um that's what i used as well because i was seeing stuff on instagram and i was like i don't want to rely heavy on what these people are sometimes pulling out their ass like yeah. it's not like Sometimes I'm like that doesn't make sense Did to me. getting a diagnosis affect your self esteem At all? Yes Really? It made me look back To Like I had texted you that one time mm-hmm. For the video It made me look back to like Who I was in high school And it made me think like If I would have If somebody would have saw this sooner I probably wouldn't have Graduated with a 2.0 <laughs> no that's uh, that's some real shit like i probably like regardless of me graduating with my cna gna being the only one with my gna like Mm -hmm. i'm like looking at all these negative things and it's just like bitch you're the only one that graduated with the gna part yeah ma'am you don't account for that though because you're too busy looking at the other shit right so it made me like really like look like elementary school like i did have a hard time reading and then i excelled past the gifted and talented mm-hmm. and i was still mad because they ain't put me in the program i'm like bitch i'm reading better than half these do bitches think, in here like i was like sometimes why? going for the goal had a lot to do with being denied for the initial thing at first like did it make you go harder in the interim from the like so for instance having the 2.0 G- mm-hmm. gpa was there at any point where you saw yourself on the decline where you were like, I got to go harder. I got to go harder. I got to go harder to prove to yourself that the 2.0 wasn't the end all be all, or did you only see that? Like all this shit is happening around me, but fuck all that. I just got this 2.0. Um, it's kind of half and half Okay. because there were times where I was just like, I know that this GPA does not define who I am. Because I can fucking take tests and not study and mm-hmm. excel. Like, yeah. I'll get a 98% and be fine. Yeah. But in some other things, I'm just like, I have to study for this. Yeah. Or it kind of made me, like, just just look and think, like, why do I do this? Mm-hmm. Why do I do that? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But now, like with me like working with my inner child and entertain i'm just like all right y'all y'all we we got ADHD right like Like, i I got an answer right what we gonna do from here like (laughs) now like but looking at my like adult self like present right now i'm just like what are we gonna do about this like what are you what what do you you want to do about it i know that's probably like such a broad question but like I guess because and also being your friend, it allows me to hold you accountable for the changes that you're implementing into your life. Like, is there anything that you don't mind talking about on the pod that publicly like it's a goal that you want to work towards? You know that your ADHD is affecting that goal that I can show up and be like a stronger accountability partner in that so that you're not reverting back to me. Like, because I don't want to do this. This is why I'm not doing it. So I can be like, friend, this is you <laughs> not doing the thing that you don't want to do it. I know one main thing. Like I just said the gym Mm -hmm. like I do Want to start going back to the gym because That was like my happy place I'm already reading more Books like that was Definite well listening to them but That's my happy place listening to books Sitting around with my headphones On and just doing The things like creating Mm -hmm. I want to be an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. and It's hard for people with ADHD To be entrepreneurs because we have So many different ideas Yeah, But that's actually the route that works better for yes half of us mm-hmm. at least because we get to set our own schedules it's so flexible mm-hmm. and we get to plan the things we know what we're getting ourselves into unlike working for somebody else yeah. and somebody can switch the pace at any minute and we're just like that's well you know it's gonna focus. take me a week to get used to this yeah. and then by then you switched it again and it's just like what the fuck yeah I I had a system in place and it was working And now I have to pivot again. Right. And although we're great at pivoting, don't get me wrong. People with ADHD are great at pivoting. We pivot thoughts all the time. We don't want to. But we we shouldn't have to because this was working. Right. So now you're telling me to stop thinking about the thing that I just was able to focus on solely. Like I was just able to make it its own thought. And now you're telling me I got to make something else its own thought? I just got this down pat. Yeah. Now I get it. I can definitely be, one thing I need to do is probably switch gyms too. I think it would help <laughs> if we went to the same gym. I pay for a gym membership and I'm the only person going to it. So oh, shit. I can definitely like switch to your gym and we can do that and work out or just, I'll just get an additional gym membership and keep this one because this one has a pool. So. I could go to yours. Yeah. I mean, that too. Cause I just don't want to take a sh- shower at the gym cuz I'll go right to work afterwards cuz your house is closer to it is my job like it only took me 20 well, minutes shower at my house. okay <laughs> we have that too like even if you want to just like come over on the week we can talk about this off yeah. the pod but you like <laughs> we can yes. we can definitely make it easier out. for each other absolutely and that's another thing too like i've realized like when i go to the gym with other people i be thinking like oh we got a system and i'm like i really just like the fact that i'm here with somebody else we don't have to be doing the same shit Mm -hmm. i can be over here on the treadmill and you over there lifting weights and then eventually we switch yeah or like we might be in the same vicinity and i'm just like this shit heavy as fuck and you like Yeah. yeah girl and then we go about our business but as long as we're there and i can be like Yeah, it usually helps. I'm usually inspired by the person that I go to the gym with too. Like I might see them doing something Mm -hmm. that I don't do. So like I am heavy in lifting weights. Like I am solely going to the gym and I'm spending 90% of my time on some type of machine, like some type of press or some type of free weight, something. And then I'm spending the last maybe like 30 minutes or whatever in cardio because I'm not looking to necessarily lose a bunch of weight. I just want a fat ass like i got very simple just smaller smaller more toned arms a really nice back and a fat old ass that's all i want i don't even want the flat stomach this marinate the coochie so we good we good there it's just sometimes you want to see somebody else yeah. doing something mm-hmm. in the gym. So like, if I see my homegirl on that motherfucking stairmaster, mm-hmm. I'm like, bitch, is getting yes. it. Like, I just want to be inspired. Mm-hmm. We don't got, like you said, we don't have right. to be on the same machine, but just to see somebody else in there getting it, I love seeing black women in the yes. gym. I love it. We ain't never really spoke a word, but a hey sis. But <laughs> to see her with her scarf on, I'm at home. There's a sisterhood, and because I go to a predominantly white gym, mm-hmm. so there's a bunch of fucking old white men in there. Yeah. Maybe a couple minutes, and then them fucking big beefy motherfuckers I like to see my sister in there with the matching set on with the bonnet. Yes. Like, I like to see it. Girl, where you get that from? Where did you get that from? I'm in there the other day, my Bob's Burgers socks on. I got my fucking, um, I got like a jumpsuit. It's like a short jumpsuit. Yeah. Put on a sweater over top of it because I like to sweat. The lady was like, girl, you wearing them socks? I was like, girl, you wearing that hat, girl. We was in there having us a good one. I think that's another thing, too, with having ADHD. You need that community. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. it's not, it, this is with anything. It never feels good to feel like you're the only one going through something. Child. So to have that sense of community of, oh, shit, you forget shit, too. Yeah. Oh, shit, you are disorganized. Oh, shit, you, it's hard for you to pivot at times, but you're good at it. Yeah. You don't, you just don't want to. Yeah. Or like any of the, you know, the characteristics yeah. of having these type of diagnosis it's just like it just feels good to look to be able to talk to somebody and be like you did with that too what have you you know went through to figure it out or how far along are you with you know figuring out what's best for you it's like it's a dark analogy but it's like people who have cancer and go to have their treatment and they usually talking be having to a people, great time yeah like in that chemo. like in chemo people who go through dialysis like you sit in a room you eventually talk to these people mm-hmm. mom has ms when she goes to get her infusion she always in there talking to somebody like like you say it does help it helps when you're pregnant and you go to a mom and yeah. you know mommy and me class a bunch of other big bitches in there fucking waddling and everybody fucking feet swelling and you tired those were some of the best times because i was like and stuff. bitch we all in here crying mm-hmm. everybody knows this spread everybody's skin itch i felt at home yeah I felt so at home. I had only gone to like two or three. I just needed to know that it was some other bitches struggling and they baby daddies wasn't shit either. (laughs) Right. That's what I needed. I needed somebody else to cry that they motherfuckers wasn't helping them either. Yes. And we all stayed in touch and now everybody motherfucking and got it together. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you just need that community. You do. You need a community. And I, I hope that as the podcast grows, that, we are able to create that sense of community amongst women. If you have ADHD, if you're just a woman in general who is just struggling, going through the motions, we are here. We're here to talk. We want your letters. We want to get the emails from you guys, the DMs, all of that. We want to have the conversations. We want to gauge those conversations you're not in this bitch alone. No. You're not. We didn't find each other until like later in life. Mm-hmm. And this has been like the most support that I've had in being neurospicy, being <laughs> f- a little fucking ditzy and lost sometimes. Sometimes you need somebody to be like, no, i be forgetting shit too. Yeah. I'm going through shit too. Like I have undiagnosed ADHD and I'm a mom. So I can relate in yeah. ways that Natasha cannot. But Natasha is somebody who's in a relationship in school, a black woman in text with with, ADHD, with diagnosed ADHD. I can't relate to that. Like there's a <laughs> space for everyone. Yes. When somebody tells you that they are willing to show up mm. as a supportive member of your life, it take them so up on good. it take them up on it especially when they follow through even if it's it's a total stranger there are online communities don't feel like because you can't you know reach out and touch that person that Mm -hmm. it doesn't hit the same some of the greatest people that i've ever met like in my life i didn't meet until after i met them on the internet yeah. I'm talking about, like, stayed in their houses, slept in their houses, met their mamas, been around their kids. Like, we close. We're locked in. We celebrate mm, shit together. Up. I met them on the end. In- I literally met these people on Twitter. I literally met. And I am so excited because I'm ge- I want to fly out to the Midwest sometime next year because they just bought a house. Mm. Like, just got married, just bought a house. Why would I not? I don't see why not. One of my closest friends, we have literally only met in person twice. Aww. She moved from Philly to Texas. One of my greatest girlfriends can talk to her about anything. Mm-hmm. Why would you? Th- there are there are really some amazing people on. Now there are some motherfuckers that will chop you up and put you in your basement. Use discernment. Use that intuition, baby. But don't miss out on opportunities because you feel like nobody else knows how I feel. You're not liking those TikTok videos for no reason. It doesn't. It's not just like oh, this feels this feels like so relatable. That's because it is. That's it because is. it is. If a show is don't don't be afraid of community. I think that's another strong part of self concept is understanding that as you, you make can't changes, You always do it by yourself. Yes, you can't. As you make it changes make to your life, to you. you need assistance. You need help. You need that. You need somebody that's gonna pull you out of that hole yeah. or push you or to root keep you on. Going. Yeah, especially especially self esteem like. You know, speaking to that, when you don't feel your best, sometimes you need your friends to be like, girl, you wearing an outfit. Girl, I love your hair. When when you had that Britney Spears moment and shave all your fucking hair off, maybe your homegirl like, girl, your hair is a little big. You're right. But they got earrings to fix mm-hmm. that. And now we, we got to earrings. Figure this out. earrings. That's, that's community. And that's a part of self-concept is knowing that there are people around you that are going to show up for you when you cannot. That is so important. It really is. That is so important, and that's why I'm so thankful for you specifically because you do not allow me to one sit in my shit, but two, if I'm not sitting in my shit long enough, you be like, "For maybe you need to marinate on it." Like maybe I definitely, you be know, telling you take a rest. Like think about take that. Taking it. This is even now <laughs> you're like you're in limbo. I'm like I'm not. I'm losing my fucking mind. You're like that's because you don't know how to sit the fuck down. You don't. You, you don't really know how don't. to rest, and now you're freaking out about the fact that. There is so much on autopilot (laughs) that you don't know what the fuck to do with the rest of your time. So you're trying to find shit to fill it. I don't know how to do nothing else better other than that. So just take me as I am. Like, that's a part of my self-concept. I know that's a part of me. And that's a part of literally... (laughs) I know I ain't shit. And that's a part of... That's a part of the self-concept. Realizing these things. But that's also a part of breaking that um, with being in certain ways so long and stripping away though, like yeah. that's a part of like, oh shit, I am a like always on go. I am. I don't know what the fuck sitting down looks like or chilling looks like. Like my mom, even when I'm chilling, I'm not. It. My mom had to apologize to her children. Like she apologized to all of us. She's like, I. She always had us doing something as kids. Like we never had downtime. I wish my parents had me doing more, girl. I'd be feeling so fucking lazy. We were doing shit every day of the week like if it wasn't something that required to practice every day out of the week she was gonna find something to fill those days so now that we're older and we have jobs and things like that I don't think that that's something that she equated for I don't think that she ever thought about like oh shit one day my kids would actually have other responsibilities I don't think parents really be thinking about the long game they don't while you're with me you're going to be this, that, and the third. Like, my little sister, she can lay down, but her mind is always on Mm -hmm. go. So, like, when she's laying down, she's just like, fuck, like, I feel like I should be doing something with myself and I feel bad for, like, taking a nap. Like, sometimes she will grant herself, because she's 16, sometimes she will grant herself that nap, but she also, like, with 16-year-old, you know, got two jobs. Nigga. You know, so, it, I got 40 fucking things I got going on and I never sleep. Like to the point where everybody like, are you sleeping? And I'm like, I actually am getting eight hours of sleep. They're like, there's no way I'm not with the way you look. And I'm not, like. Not with the way you look. Wow. But I'm, it's <laughs> honest. Like my True. fiance's mom said, you're sleeping, but your brain is not sleeping. Mm-hmm. And that's why you look so tired. If you are dreaming about. Uh, I'm work, not having dreams. Oh, I have shit. not dreamed in months. I have not had a fucking dream. The last dream I had was a couple weeks ago, but I know it's probably because of something that I ate because I had a dream that somebody, and girl, the way (laughs) like, I had a dream that somebody was withholding information. Remember I talked to you about the whole situation Mm. after I had that call with, you know who. Mm -hmm. I had a dream that the other person, all her fucking teeth fell out. I had a dream that all her teeth fell out. (laughs) And I was like, that in itself, that's telling me something that is telling me something that's the last dream i had and that it's been about a month spirit say you won't get these uh oh these if i need the message i'm gonna get the message but when it comes to just like having a dream nah, no no i've tried taking melatonin i've tried putting aquamarine it's in my the pillow because a lot of people don't have um dreams that smoke it could be it could be stress i know that when i'm stressed i don't dream a lot either um it could be a a nasty combination of all of those Bro, things. That stress and not having dreams. I'd be like, can something take me away from what the fuck I am thinking about all the time? Like I, that, that. I can't even get a fucking. I wake up in the morning I'm like, well, that was that was night. That was dark. That was dark. Right, literally, that that had nothing. I hate not having dreams. And then I wake up the next morning and I am like, I can't even account for my dreams. Like, bitch, guess because you ain't have one. I'm trying to dream because that's when dreaming. I know I'm getting decent rest. I did sleep better last night, but that's because I turned the air back on because, you know, the weather's been yeah. weird. So I think that that might also be, you know, have something to do with it. But 68 degrees. Is... Yeah, like a 67, 68-ish. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I know it's something. I know that it's something, but I also know that I'm on the tail end of it and it's mm-hmm. almost over. Because so. once this trip come up. Girl, the minute that I get on that was boat... Up and stuck. The only reason why I'm getting the Wi-Fi, of course, is so I can keep in touch with my fiance and make sure that he's good because of his... You know, the Wi-Fi hours and be shit. sucking, low, All I need honest. is to be able to text him back and forth mm-hmm. and, like, to... If we have to FaceTime, to, mm-hmm. like, in emergencies. Also, I also have to account for, like, my aunt because, you know, that's my best friend. Yeah. I got to make sure she's alive and well. Oh, for sure. But, like, his tablet and things like that. That's all I'm trying to account uh-huh. for. I don't want no social media. I- I'll take the pictures and I'll post them when I get back. Yeah. I want to... Rest Rest. and I'm going on vacation with. Y'all got that drink package? No, because I don't drink a lot. I think it would be a waste of money. If you buy a drink package, you should be having like nine drinks a day. My parents got the drink package, and I had like three drinks. Yeah, but I was also on their drink package. Oh yeah, I think I might just have like a glass of wine with dinner every night. Okay, I just I really want to have a very sober experience mm. i want to just enjoy being around my child i really enjoy this time too because his dad usually doesn't go on these yeah. cruises and we do a lot as a family and we do our separate time as well mm. but i feel like this is our thing yeah. like it's him going he knows that agents. like me and mommy are getting ready to leave the country and we're going with oh my, and it's just it's a thing for us and it sucks because he always loves when i when my little sister goes he's like tina is not going this time and i'm like yeah oh, she's not going no because she has school she has work she's everything else, yeah. and we just bought her a car so her part yeah. of the trip she was like, "I don't give a fuck about a trip. I want a car." We was like, "All right, well Learned then." It. And now she like, "Now that I think about it, no, uh, uh-uh. yeah. no, you know." So we had that experience. Been but give me the motherfucking car too. I ain't even gonna lie. She I'm, no, I'm, she set herself up. I'm out. That's a strong self concept. She know what the fuck she wants. I'm out. Yeah, but I'm going on vacation with the Queen of Rest, so I know that I'll be fine. Like I'll yeah. be good. I know that. And she gets the house to herself. Yeah, but her uncle, somebody gonna have to come True. check on that. Check on that. Check on the baby. I'm gonna send the fiance around mm-hmm. there. Cause my mom is actually moving closer to us. She'll probably be like 20 Damn, minutes away. both the grandpas? Yeah, girl. Like Jesus one, you know, Cass. one up the block and the other one, she just gonna be like a little skirt skirt away. Probably like, if I hop on the highway, maybe like three exits. So like 10, 15 mm. minute drive. Oh yeah, it's up and it's stuck. I just hope it's not up and stuck the other way around. Like I don't want my mom Like She always house. coming over. Mm-hmm. and then now I got the I got the move and I tell her where I'm going she already think my house a P.O. box she be getting to... stuff girl talk about something why you ain't opening to see what it was you know I don't know what the fuck I be ordering why am I opening your packages that's oh, your you... mail she talk about something you was a terrible postal worker I would never like first of all I just told because I... you would open my stuff don't mean I want to open your I told her if I open it and it's something that I can fit and or something that I want you're not you're getting, not getting this so I would advise you to not let me and get your come get your packages. stuff But don't tell me nothing. Mm -hmm. Especially if she start ordering shit for this cruise. Don't tell her nothing. When it's in my suitcase and not hers. I tried to tell you, ma. I tried to tell you. It's mine now. Mm -hmm. It is mine now. Girl. So, with all that being said, (laughs) why do you think self-concept is important? Like, I think the trash? the (laughs) The top three reasons that I can think of is... One, because it allows you to determine your friendships and your acquaintanceships better. Mm. So, because you have a true sense of self, it allows you to pick better people, in my yeah. opinion. I think the second thing is it's just great for your mental health. Mm -hmm. I think when you have a lot less questions about who you are and you have a strong, you know, self-concept, it helps you to create stronger boundaries. It allows you to show up for yourself because you know what you will tolerate and what you won't. Mm -hmm. And I think the third thing is that it grants you instant gratification, right? Even if the thing you're doing doesn't grant you instant gratification knowing that it's in line with who you are as a person is instant gratification enough. Now, that that might just be like personal for me because that's yeah. one thing that I'm working on. With being in social media and doing so much, I think that sometimes you look for the likes, you look for the analytics. You know with me, I'm always looking at our numbers. So I think that sometimes in being a creative, you do lose sight of just the creativity. So from a creative aspect, I think the third thing, just having a strong self-concept allows you to Just still be passionate. Like it it still allows you to, even if you're doing it for the money, to still have that sense of being like, damn, this is still something I love to do. Or, but I won't do that. Yes, I ain't doing that. Yeah, you won't get me on that hill. Absolutely. (laughs) Like that's the. I think that's one of the strongest boundaries that you have to have in having a strong self concept, and a part of that concept being a creative, is because people will try to get you to do shit for free. Wild stuff. Just because they know it's something you love to do. Oh, can you paint me something for my living room? Like, yeah, absolutely. This it's gonna but like, don't you paint for fun? For me, yeah, I paint for me. But for painting fun. for you doesn't sound fun. That sounds like work, especially when I when it's something that you want. That's not what I planned on painting. Now, if you want to just buy the easel, buy right. the supplies, and get me, I can do that. But you getting so specific about this? Yeah, no, girl, that's gonna require a really strong. Boundary. I like draw on the um.
1: On the thing, if you can
0: paint it, paint by numbers if mm-hmm. you want. I'll draw it up. Now, that sounds fun, but if you think that I'm gonna spend my hours doing this, oh, you can suck yeah. my ass. I'm not doing it. Why do you think it's important? Um, or is it ass <laughs> basically for all the same reasons that you said? When you know what you will do and won't do, it's way easier out here in the world as an adult because yeah. you know, with teenagers, it's like. Oh shit! That's the popular thing. I'm gonna go do that. Yeah. With being an adult, it's just like I got fucking bills mm-hmm. to equate for. I got a family. Mm-hmm. I got this. Do I look like Boo the fool to you? Do I look like I was born last now, some night? Some people do look like they was born last night. And they act like it too. Some of them act like they was born this morning. And that's their. <laughs> and that's a lack of self-concept. Exactly. That's yeah. a big lack of self-concept. But when you know what you will stand on and what you'll just be like, all right. No. Yeah. I think that's very important. Is there just... anybody that you see that you really admire their self-concept? Like do you see somebody you like, that's that that's that bitch right there? You. <laughs> you you are very Of course outside of being stressed right now, <laughs> you are very in tune with who you are, and I know that didn't come easy. No. I but like the person that i see you are just so sure you don't let people get you out of your character and if it seems like it's out of character no bitch that it's was very me. In case. That you just never me. seen that right you. yeah you are very confident and i know that took time as well yeah but like i really admire the person that you are oh, like when you give when you be hyping me up i'd be like I'm trying to get there. I'm really trying to get there. And I know you mean it wholeheartedly mm-hmm. when you be hyping me up and you say positive things to me. Because you do have a personal power. And, like, you're right there. Like, that's the thing that blows me sometimes. It's like, it's like you're putting your foot in the in the water, like, like your toe in the water. you're like, I want to jump. Cold. But it's cold. And I'm like, but you know that pools are cold. And you're like... <laughs> Right. can I just but, jump in here but it's like you got the swimsuit on you got the flippers <laughs> on you got the goggles on, you prepared like you are so prepared but the idea of actually jumping in the pool it's is the scary thing that me. scares you And I'm like, it's very scary to me to become this person that I haven't been but in you, so long metaphorically or ever. speaking you got your ass up <laughs> got in the car came to the pool put your clothes on at the pool got, put the, I have been preparing myself for this my whole life you done came to the pool multiple pounds saw the pool said that's the pool but you won't get nice. in the pool and I go back home and I'm in the pool like what the fuck is you doing <laughs> I just can't do it today friend I can't do it you won't get your ass I can't do it can I just sit on the side or my absolute favorite you get in the pool you go okay I'm getting out <laughs> and I'm like no you're not no you're not I do be in there sometimes and I'm like do you not realize like You'll say something every now and then, and you'll be like, like, it'll be like a yeah. Like, it'll have, like, a real, like, yes on it. Like, a very serious, and you'll be like, let me, let me stop. And I'm like, no. <laughs> keep going. And you be like, no, I'm going to stop. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> let me chill. No. I'll be like, that was kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, you're like. like I don't know what that I don't was. I know who like, that was. It's like when you fart in public. Like I don't know what that was. <laughs> yes, that was you. You did it. Whoever smelt it, dealt it. Like that's you. Like, I don't know. I don't even know who that bitch was. That, that said is that. you, and that's why, Like I, what we had that conversation. I was like, it, I'm actually more offended that you think I hang out with ugly people. Like that's the thing that's blowing because what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even really offended at the fact that. You, you think you think that you? I'm more offended at the fact that you. You thought think that I was that hanging out with ugly bitches. That I was hanging out with ugly people. <laughs> you thought like fuck the way you feel for a second. that <laughs> like, <laughs> did you think I hung out with ugly bitches? What type of bitch do you take what me kind, for? That's how I, I was like. <laughs> do you understand, <laughs> girl? I am to beat your ass. I'd be like, she don't know. She don't know. Like, even, like, the, the live show we went to, he was like, I'm going to wear this. And he was like, but then I'm going to put this on. And he was like, but that's kind of like, I'm like, if you don't put the fit on, I'm going to bust you Because it. it's like a 90s theme. And I'm like, right. And then you got the fit. And then you put it on. He was like, okay, I'm cute. And I'm like, yeah. And then he was taking all these pictures. Like, and he was like, let me stop. No, kid. No, it's meanwhile I'm in the corner like how can I like take this off and roll it up to show more titty like what you like friend I'm trying to I'm like I'm trying to get like you ma'am the fuck like I admire you I'm I'm more so admire you because I think that I you were my outside looking in so Mm -hmm. it was a lot of like people could see my progress and I couldn't see it Mm -hmm. and I think that you give yourself credit for the process but it's not a long-term credit Right like it's like it's almost like you give yourself report cards each quarter and you're like oh I could do better next quarter and it's like how about we just do like let's deal with the fact that you got through the quarter. True. Right like fuck a grade. Like I the do grade do you a give it <laughs> get an A for effort. Right because I know because to your point yeah. some things you don't want to do so when you actually go through with them. I make it a big deal, and you're like, it's really not that deep, but it is because I know what it took. Because to I get saw you hit. over there, damn near on the brink of tears you know trying me, to get like, you to shit. I can go get balloons, get a cake, and maybe be like, congratulations on sending your first email. Like, I don't give a <laughs> fuck. I don't care. Because I know what it took. We're celebrating. I don't want to put these episodes out. You're going to do it, and then we're going to dinner. I'm talking about black dress, like swanky champagne, because you posted four episodes. I don't give a fuck. I want to celebrate my friends. I'm trying to say, ce- my, when my homeboy got custody of his daughter, we're going to Ooh. dinner. I don't give a fuck because I yeah, know sure. what it takes for certain shit. I know what it takes. Yeah. And nobody celebrated me. Nobody celebrated me. When I started businesses, When I, nobody believed in me until it really started to do numbers. Yes. And the people that did believe in me before it ever did what it mm-hmm. did. Those people, one, one of those people is dead and gone, but she was 96. True. So for my great great aunt to call me like, Hey, I'm trying to purchase from your business. That was a big thing for me. Mm -hmm. She saw me before she didn't even know what the fucking analytic was. And then once I dissolved the business, she was like, you know, Christian, what happened to your business? Like, oh, you know, I'm like, I don't do that anymore. She's just kind of like, why? Like that's like, excuse me, my personal power came from those women, you know? So i never had a chance to be mediocre. Like it was never even an option. Like even to this day, the women around me are way stronger than the men around me. And I don't mean that in a negative sense. Like, yeah, them niggas can move a table, but that bitch could move a mountain if she Mm -hmm. put her mind to it. That's the type of bitch I want to be. My granny a trill ass bitch. My great, great aunt a trill ass bitch. My mama wanted the trillists in the game. You feel me? I don't have the option to be mediocre. So when I see another black woman around me. And she trying her damnedest. And she still on that mediocre shit. You gonna get cussed the fuck out. Because do you not know how fucking good you are? Do you not know how amazing of a woman? And if you don't know. I'm going to affirm you until you can affirm yourself. I'm so big on that. You do not get to be mediocre around me. You don't. Because then that means that I'm mediocre. I'm guilty by association. And bitch, you can't have low self-esteem over here. You can't. Not with the type of shit I been doing in public. It ain't no way in hell. And I'm not talking about like the people I been around. I get my big ass up on tables and shit and start twerking and dancing on chairs and dancing, shaking titties with drag queens. If you insecure in the corner, who going to take the pictures? Right. Get your ass up on this table and shake these titties with the shred queen <laughs> with me. We out here we out of town with without rounds, okay? Reverend sexy Red. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick of this. That's how I feel. <laughs> so the fact that you would think that somebody I could have somebody around me that is just so I'm not sure about that. You need to be. You need to be sure. Well today you get sure. <laughs> the fuck? I cannot. And you know I'ma always be I in your know. corner. I'ma always. I don't give a fuck. I'm always in your corner and I'ma cheer you the fuck on. That's I'm true. talking about like a ghetto like girlfriend. Go go she friend. gonna be out there with the damn stuff. I'm stopping everything. What? <laughs> with a fucking I'ma had lights on my shirt. I'm like it. It has nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with it. I'm not even included in any of this. It's the fact as though she did it. I don't care. Like That's true don't girl don't walk across the stage i dare i dare you to get a degree it's gonna be ugly in there and that's why i called you when you got um when you said you had the interview and shit i was just like oh (laughs) shit it's because those are big things like it doesn't have to be and i think that's something that people have to learn is don't wait for the really big accomplishments just the opportunity is a big thing celebrate that you won't be waiting for a minute i think I think that also helps with the ADHD mm-hmm. if you give yourself those smaller celebratory moments. Stars. We should get a sticker chart. We should. Mm. I like it. Because am I six? Yeah. That could be. We speak to each other's inner ch- child a lot. Oh, for sure. We've talked about that before. I you, I'm like the little kid that was like, in the corner, like doing a little dances, and you came over, like, mm, "Are you okay?" Right, like you just kind of came over, like, <laughs> you be like this, and I'm like, "I don't know what music we dance into, but this looks... She, funny, hit, I hear what she hears, right? <laughs> like, that's this really what it is. It's literally like, <laughs> I meet you where you at. That's and that's, but you need people like that, and you don't need people to always meet you on your side. Go meet them, mm-hmm. right? Be on their side of the spectrum. I think that's where. The fun really comes in, yes. there. you know when you can get into other people's actuality of themselves and enjoy the things that they want, sometimes the self concept don't even be about you, sometimes mm-hmm. it's about the friend, you know it's about the family member, the cousin, whomever that you're celebrating, because when you can see how they've worked so hard for something and Like, I'm planning a wedding. You know, I know that that's going to be a joyous day. And I know that the people around me are going to be so happy. That's a part of my Mm self-concept. But a part of their self-concept is being supportive of me. Yes. So, I just think that it's important that you show up for people on their spectrum. What they got going on. And just to be excited for your people. Like, if you're not excited for your people, don't (laughs) be around your people. Because the way I was about to beat that nigga up. Girl. Sometimes. Reel it back. Got and just take them out. Like it's like a stun. Like a scorpion. That's what we need. We should start a vigilante group where we just... There's one in India. Just randomly punch niggas in the face. Well, in the vigilante group, it's like... I think it's like 18 old Indian women. They got bamboo sticks. I like it. Whoop that nigga ass. I don't know mm-hmm. what the Baltimore version of that would be, but we could walk around with like 993s on. Like some new balances. And we could fucking <laughs> Park Heights stomp on some niggas <laughs> crazy leg and beat the shit out of them i don't know we're gonna figure it out we're gonna we're gonna get police batons you know niggas are scared i got I'm one scared. in my purse i just I flop it up. listen because if you stay ready, th- that's my self-concept if you stay ready yeah, you ain't yeah. gotta get. Ready. i got the pepper spray well, i think we good i think i aim pretty well i think the two between my stick and your pet we is one vigilante i just gotta be like <laughs> i'm like all right you got him down all right <laughs> Or, or, spurt, or spurt. I spray him and then you beat <laughs> his ass on the floor. Cause sometimes you looking like Martin just wilted up after you You got to put your hands on people sometimes. That's a part that's of what my a lot of people need. That's a part of who I am as a I am a very violent person. I'm not violence is not the answer. I personally believe that violence is not universal mess. vocabulary. The word I feel like <laughs> if I shake your hand right and you shake my hand, we might not even know what we are shaking hands about. But if I cock back and smack the (laughs) shit out of you, you know (laughs) we have a problem. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So sometimes my words is not enough. Sometimes I have to put my hands on you to articulate the problem. Because maybe you don't comprehend. You know what that's called? Fair communication. I tried talking to you. It didn't work. So I put my hands on you. All right, Malcolm X. Progressive. That's all. I'm I'm just for the people. Malcolm C. Malcolm Misha. Per. Malcolm X was kind of fine. I'm just, you know, it's a leader. He could lead me. Amen. I'm going to hell for that one. All right. Nope. You're right. You're right. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because it's the truth. The fuck? Uh, what else did we put in here? Breaking generational curses, being a part of developing self-concept. I don't want that. I don't want that goal. I don't want that rule. I don't want that rule. The one. one to break the generational curses. I don't want to be that one. I feel like you've already done it, though. Girl, the I've way that lot. you raise you. Oh, girl. Nigga. If it's nothing else that you change About The way you You raise him totally different than the way that Your mom and dad raised you My mom was like you are an excellent mother And I was like you are nigga You really are I tell you every time I come over there I be like you are such a good mom Thank you. Cause the way he be running around I just be putting myself in auntie mode Like he's fine Yeah he's fine He's, He's a very he is well taken care of and you can tell. And like, he I doesn't want him to have nothing. a strong self-concept as a yeah. child. I don't want him to have to go through a lot of the shit that a lot of children have to go through Jeez. because they weren't given mm-hmm. a voice. They weren't given space to speak. So like people kind of find it uncomfortable that like, he can tell his father and I like leave me alone. I think that's very important. He doesn't want People to be People need their space. If we've done something to upset him, if he's done something and is now reprimanded for it and says, leave me alone, I know that that's his reaction he needs a minute to being upset. We're going to correct that' Which is fair. Him. Yes, but we're not going to be like, who the fuck are you talking to? Right. He's, I know who the fuck he's talking to. He's talking to me. But we're going to talk about tone. We're going right. to talk about like, when is that appropriate? We're going to talk about the fact that... How do you ask for someone to leave you alone? You know? Like, like, because you're upset. Can you can you give me a minute? I need some time by myself. And he does that. Or he'll just walk away. My child is the king. That's me all day. walking the fuck That's away. That's me all day. Separate you myself. You talking to me? I ain't want to hear it? I'm be over here. And his dad allows <laughs> him to, like, articulate himself through curse words sometimes. So t- sometimes, like, he be in the house playing again. He be like, motherfucker. And I'm like motherfucker he fucking died in the game that is a fair assessment mm-hmm. like he's all he's a sponge so he's only learning yeah. what he sees from his father his father is a gamer you cannot ask a child to change behaviors that they're mirroring if you're not changing the behaviors that they're mirroring so you I, we can't get mad at our child you cannot be a, a do as i say not as i do as person. he's a reflection of his household Is that concerning sometimes? Yes. Because we be in that bitch screaming. Like just sometimes on a random Sunday, we just got to get it out. He do be seeming like he off a perk sometimes. I'd be like, you good? And then I'd be like. But look at his mom. I'm like, she not saying nothing. All right. If he jumping on the couch with a popsicle out of his mouth and then want to swing from the curtain, did he break anything? No. Do I want him hanging from my curtain? No. No. But we going to have that conversation. Is he leaving me alone right now? Yes. He know. He does. He's a very confident child. I'm just working on him finding his inner voice Yeah, because he is one or the other. He doesn't mm-hmm. have and I know it's because he's sick so as he gets older it'll get better but he is either oh no everything's fine when it's not or mm-hmm. it's what the actual fuck like he's that <laughs> child. it's not yeah it's no in the middle like if his cousin is getting on his nerves it's not like a you know hey like let's take a break. It's like Leave shut the, the fuck, fuck up. Yeah and it's like <laughs> but he's six. I'm like, but she got on his nerves. So, so, you know, like I, I don't make him share. Face. I don't like, he knows the importance of sharing. This child is always trying to give his allowance away to homeless people. Like he's very big. Mommy can we give him a dollar? Mommy, why doesn't he have a home? But he's also like, I'm not sharing my toy with you. Cause I'm not done playing. With right. It. And that's fair. My child is a very dual, dualistic child. Like I'm very proud of how we're rearing him but I don't, i'm I'm not taking on no more generational curses i'm not I'm done I'm done. We got the first millionaire in the family we good we got mathematicians and first time home buyers and doctors and lawyers. We got all that shit. I'm not doing nothing else. y'all don't even do nothing else. I did the child one That's it everybody else take a trauma take a take a generational <laughs> curse. yo go ahead. do you feel like you've broken any generational curses or working towards breaking any generational curses? Um, I feel like a big one for you is the detachment from a fixed religion. Yes, I don't really think of that as like a generational curse, but given the conversations we've had, I can see how it could be one for sure. Yeah. Because that started, that started up the process of me looking at my self concept mm-hmm. with me not being so attached to this part of my family. Yeah. It's just like a, but who am I? What do I? Be- what do I believe in? What do? What will I stand for? what will i just let slide slide yeah and stuff like that and also with me speaking up to my mom Mm -hmm. i think that was like a big thing because before it's just like people pleasing like okay whatever makes you happy but it's like i got to a point where i was just like i'm not happy doing whatever makes you happy and you don't even i don't even fucking live with you so why Mm -hmm. the fuck does that even matter i'm gonna tell you how i feel and if you can't handle that we're on a no talk, That's no contact thing. thing. Is deep, yeah. And like she really took it to heart and was just like, I mean, I accept you. I'm just like, but you always got a butt with yeah. it. I don't like that butt. So you take me for who I am, Mom. Have. I like women. Yeah, you can have that butt. Don't bring that over here. Well, then you won't be there seeing me go. when I am in a relationship with a woman. Yeah, because if you cannot accept who I am yeah. as your daughter. Then because I accept you all and those all times that, that you put with. that at all them times that you spoke to me like I was a nigga out on the street, you was upset and I ain't had shit to do with it and you spoke to me like you didn't give a fuck about me and I still love you as my mom, but you upset because I like a little coochie. I'm confused. And the coochie be good. Coochie bro. Like, ain't never Coochie ain't never broke my heart. Coochie actually has made the world a better place, to be honest with you. So why you? You maybe you need some coochie mama to be on. I was about to say that. She's not the type that she's Did she not been the the to knock top. your head off now your head rolling right. across the street? I, I be trying to be respectful. <laughs> we didn't even pull topics for this episode, friend. I think that that was the topic. I, I know. I'm saying, I mean, like, yeah, you know, like all side the topics, stuff. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the logistics. Some some episodes we might just not have. Them. Do you have an affirmation for the people? Um, oh, what does my phone say? I choose to be grateful even on difficult days. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do I have an affirmation for the people? Mm. My self-concept is strong. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's important. If it's not strong, affirm it till it is strong. Affirmations are not always to confirm what you're currently experiencing either. Sometimes you got to give yourself that pep talk Mm -hmm. to like get in the game. And even sometimes you have to, sometimes affirmations don't have to be things that you don't believe Mm -hmm, right now. Right. It can be the things that you actually do see. Yeah. I have a roof over my head. Mm Mm-hmm. Keep it moving up because you know niggas that don't. Because sometimes you become so caught up in life that you can't even believe that things are happening. I got a roof over my head. Like imagine. Literally. Yeah. I have a car to get to work. I have things in place to get me to where I need to be and that's that's true in the sense that you can see that Mm -hmm. and it's actually true in a because there are things not to get philosophical but there are things that happen in your day-to-day that you wouldn't even know about that could have been of help or harm so just be thankful that that's not something that you had to deal with rush uh, hour traffic okay needed. but the lady who was doing 90 on the highway and got clipped from somebody doing 120 and took out six construction but workers but she was but something in you told you to leave work 30 minutes later than usual because you would have been right there she would have hit your ass your car would have been on fire so be thankful for the things that you can see and the things that you cannot see sorry to the people that have to deal with it you know but it wasn't you so. your self-concept distra- it's nothing wrong before we get out of here, there's nothing wrong with (laughs) counting your blessings when it discounts somebody else's experience too. like be okay with the fact that sometimes it just works out for you. Like sometimes shit just works out for you. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes blessings are just literally handed to us. We don't always work for everything that it is that we receive. There's a lot of shit that I have received in my life that I had no business receiving in the time that I received it. Same. So sometimes the blessing just comes from you being who you are. That's it. It's not because of the amount of work that you put in. Sometimes God just want to drop you that gym. That's it. And be thankful for that. I know I'd be especially thankful. And even sometimes when things are removed, Mm. when you thought that you needed it the most, and then you like come to this part in your life where you're just like, damn, I didn't, (laughs) I didn't need that thing. If I had a wig. (laughs) Cause babe. Cause when I got fired from that, this one job that I did Ooh, not child. want I was I was like damn like I got fired Like I was upset I was crying Ugly crying cause I was like I ain't never got fired from a job yeah. But later on I talked to this Lady that gave me a reading And she was just like that was actually a blessing Like you didn't want to be there Imagine working at a job that you didn't want to be at And then you stay there for longer than you got to it. the bitch get shot up and you die Bruh because, And that's the extreme but those are some extremes So like let's be thankful that sometimes situations do happen without our, outside of our mm-hmm. control. Like just be thankful that that's what happened because it always works out in the end. If you don't take anything else from this fucking podcast, nothing the fuck else, please believe that everything works out in the end. No matter how bad it is, no matter how fucked up it is, no matter how bad it hurts, no matter what it costs you, no matter what it causes, it always works out in the end always it has no choice but to that's literally how life works literally unless you're trying to harm somebody then and even then it still worked out because either you're gonna get your ass beat or do what's got to be done i told you i believe in violence so true it always works out you're gonna get that head knocked off and be like damn i should be a better person yep that worked out for you didn't it now you're a better person you're out here damn near a preacher and if you out here (laughs) murdering people and then you murder somebody and get caught and you in jail it did work out for them people and it worked out for you too because you actually were homeless and, and you, had, no you sense. had a roof over top and, of your you, head you, had and you had no sense food. of not harming people so <laughs> this was your motherfucking lesson keep your hands to your fucking self and maybe you stay out of jail and they got a roof over your head and you getting food three hots in a cot and all it took was for one motherfucker to die sorry but but they got paid the family got paid amen so look at that the money don't bring them back but you well taken care of Because they was living in a box. Life has no choice but to work out. So this has been Jaded and Evolving. We truly appreciate y'all for tuning in. I am Natasha Soul. I am... I'm Christian. Today. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta find a new nickname. Um, if nobody's told you today, please let me be the first to say that I like you and I love you. And I tell people that over on my own platform, but I think that is something I'm going to start bringing over here. I like it. Yay. Okay. Now I'm going to give you the finger. Bye. <laughs>